Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Some Supervision Required. I am your host, Daniela, and I'm here with my co-host. Mika, what's up? What's up, guys? We have an exciting episode today. Our next guest, I'm going straight into the to the intros, by the way. I decided to change it up a little bit. You know how we always like shoot the shit and then we, we intro our guest? Yeah. We I can't shoot the shit anymore because we're too emotional and it'll, it'll literally be like 45 minutes of like our past like 48 true. hours. Okay. <laughs> that's more you. But our next guest is someone that I've strongly admired for some time. She exudes class and grace. I say this all the time. She is an empowering leader in the industry, a director of social media for a multi-million dollar media company, which I think should be lauded and called out. And she's making faces right now because she's very humble, but I think she deserves the credit for it. <laughs> No, it's not ridiculous at all. You are a badass, and this is why we have you here for this topic. So, welcome to the show, Nina Khan. Hey, Hello. hi. She wants to. She wants to hit I'm me so, so hard. Sorry, right now. I'm just. So, it's I can't. It, this is so. Did weird. I? Did I not? I literally say, like unbutton my pants right before starting because <laughs> I'm so. <laughs> I had to because it's like. No. It's just a weird. Right, because this is your first time in the studio, experience. so like you're seeing the, stu- the studio, all the buttons, and then I'm here saying she's a she's a director of social media for a huge <laughs> so media company. But is it is it a lie? Is it a lie? No, it's, it's not. It's not a lie, and you should pat yourself in the back because okay. I think, you know, getting to where you've gotten, um, just shows a lot. I think you. Yeah, it's bad. Thank you. It's fucking cool. Well, Daniela was on my team. For I was quite yes. some time. I did. I did. I was she kind did of stint. on the scent, like on the on the fence about yeah. sharing that. I'm like, should I share that she used to be my boss? I was gonna weave it in a lot like mm-hmm. later because you know there is a okay. So today's topic, obviously, and Mika, I know that you're my usual color commentator, and I know that you're, you're gonna come in and and share your opinion. But this <laughs> is what I I did tell Mika. I was like, this is one of those topics where you might have to take a back seat. I know, guys. <laughs> If I jump in, it's going to be totally on left field. No, for, I feel like there might be a lot of things that, <laughs> you, can lot of things to, that you can to the conversation that you can for add sure. To, for sure. I think the man perspective is really great. And have a lot of girlfriends. So. For sure. exactly. And you've had a lot of girlfriends? Fantastic. Girl, girl. Girls that are friends. Yeah, oh. girls that are friends and girl friends. Serial <laughs> monogamous. Uh, um, never mind. Before we get into today's topic about um, female relationships and female friendships and, and just basically like women in empowering uh, roles in general... I did want to bring back something from our last episode, which we talked about um, social media. We had our guest Lucy, and there was a moment where I talked about how social media isn't real. And so I ran a little bit of an experiment, but not on purpose. It was sort of a um, – that episode we actually had to, because of scheduling purposes and everything, we actually had to record ahead of time. Um, but because we come out with these episodes every Monday – you guys are listening to this on a Monday or Tuesday or whatever um, – every two weeks – we actually had to do the same type of promotion that we always do. And if you were paying attention, if you were one of those that follows both the podcast page and either my personal account or Mika's personal account, you may have noticed a little bit of a discrepancy, which was (laughs) that the Friday that we were so-called recording, our recording Friday, (laughs) um, was actually a day that I was in San Francisco in Napa Valley, you know, on vacation drinking wine. Nice. Don't flex on us. No, no, no. no, I'm just... No, it's not a flag. Okay, yeah, sorry. That, that might have been I was just sipping wine and napping, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was a really great trip. Um, but <laughs> Damn, you called me out. No, why are you trying to fucking... Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Well, go. I wasn't going to share your... Okay. I was like, I wasn't going to share your weekend, oh. but... Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're not going to talk but, about it. But... <laughs> what's going on? The, the, whole point, the whole point of all of this is to say that, again, it's one of those things where it all goes back to what I was saying before, which is social media necessarily isn't real. It's what mm-hmm. you want to share with 
the world. And mm-hmm. our podcast page was running as usual. And we were saying like, oh, like, make sure that you tune in. Even the questions, we had actually asked people to ask Lucy questions. And I had already recorded. So mm-hmm. I'm so sorry to the few people that actually did send in I questions know. for Lucy. I <laughs> promise you I will get you those answers. Um, but it was an unintentional yeah. experiment just to basically say yeah. it, it's not it's not always like peaches and cream. And even though in my case, that weekend was was a great weekend for me and I and I had a good time. Um, there have been instances where we've recorded and we're share, sharing, you know, the fun that we're having in the recording studio and you have no idea what happens right after. Yeah. So, But that's okay, right? I think that as long as people know that there's a difference, I think that the dangerous part is when people then start forgetting that there's this real world out, exactly. you know, that you have to live. And we're out here in these microcosms of screens and, and things like that. And, and I figured and you could appreciate place. that yeah. because we talk about that all the time. I yeah. mean, you've worked in social media now almost, what, Seven, eight years? Seven, eight years, mm-hmm. exactly. I was going to say almost a decade, but I was like, there's no way she's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, the old member of the team. Well, good morning. <laughs> good morning. The old yeah, person. The most... <clears throat> My bad. <laughs> you remember Danielle used to be on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that was the Mika We Nina have show. our oldest guest today. <laughs> no, you're not our oldest I'm guest. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, who, who was our oldest guest? George. George. Shout out to George. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, no, you're like our third oldest. Oh, stop. I think we need to move on. Yeah. <laughs> you're the one that brought it up. Okay. <laughs> so, fuck. <laughs> the reason why I brought you on here and why I gave you such a, uh, you would say inflammatory, but I don't think that mm-hmm. at all, of an intro, <laughs> of an intro is because I think we've talked about this plenty of times before and it's something that's very important and near and dear to, m- to my heart is finding finding friendships with women that actually are based on a very strong foundation. Okay. Right. And do you find that it's it's difficult maybe because of either your position or the fact that you are in a long term relationship or to create those strong connections? And if not, you know, the, the girlfriends that you do have now and I'm asking like three questions in one. But how do you like what's been your experience with keeping those long term friendships? So. There's it's a lot to unpack, right? I think that relationships inherently in my opinion right this is all kind of from my perspective aren't difficult right no relationship begins in my opinion hard I think that a lot of it is informed by our preconceived notions our hard wiring if you will so I think in particularly if we're talking about sorry female relationships it's very much influenced by the people in our life the women in our family the the sisters whatever upbringing we had so I don't I don't think female relationships are hard. I recognize and I'm sympathetic to the fact that they can become difficult and and women women against women and women for women. I think women in general have a long history of of a little bit of a complex relationship within themselves, but I think before we identify if a relationship is hard, we need to look at ourselves and say what's our relationship with the women that we grew up with, right? I grew up in in a matriarchy. My mom is one of six sisters. I have tons of female girlfriends. I was on a dance team. So I'm very pro-female relationship, but I also recognize that it's because I've seen female relationships work within my family. So I've never grown up with this weird feeling that women are defensive by nature or that we're competing by nature because I've seen women work together for so long. Um, But I do understand that, that that's not the case, right? If you have a shitty i don't know if we're allowed to curse yes, on this but <laughs> you have a really shitty relationship God. with maybe i don't know 
She comes in here for 15 minutes already. Fucking drop. I know. Up I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. but, but if you have a shitty relationship with your mom, then yeah, you Absolutely. might have a shitty relationship with women at the workplace. Well, and it's exactly what you were saying. You know how you grew up in a matriarchy, and I know that about you. I have always. So I started reflecting sort of on my relationships with with other girls, and and one thing that I know has always sort of stuck with me is. Um, when people would say, like, there's some girls that were like, oh, I'm a guy's girl. Or, like, mm. I, like, oh, I just get along better with guys. And I went through a period of time where I thought that may have been the case because I just naturally have a lot of things in common, stereotypically, with, with like, things that men like. But I shied away from saying that because I think it's such a, it's such a bad statement to say that you are either a guy's girl or that you only get along good mm-hmm. with guys because... I think like you should be able to get along with anybody, with mm-hmm. any kind of human mm-hmm. being. But singling singling out just men in general perpetuates that stereotype yeah, of you know women not being able to to be with, like oh girls only bring drama and you know like right. you're, stop I, no it's true as as a guy like you know if, if you meet that like a girl comes in a group and she's always like oh I get along better with guys I don't have that many girlfriends for me I'm ready right there I'm like damn you might be a bitch is that like, a red flag would you consider I would, that like right? I would think it's a red mm-hmm. flag it's like damn Absolutely. you can't get along with girls it's because Either mm-hmm. they don't like you for a reason. Like, what are you doing? Is it like they have mm-hmm. a boyfriend and you start like extra flirting? Is it, is it right. something like, is it something th- you do on purpose or or, or, or just inconsequential yeah. to like whatever, you know, however your life is. But yes, red flag where it's like, she doesn't have any girlfriends. I also don't. think that women sometimes, to be honest with you, I've had friends say that I'm a, I'm a guy's girl or like I get along better with guys. But it's almost a default, almost weird kind of defensive mechanism where it's like, okay, but why don't you really get along with girls? What yeah. is it about women that you feel is a hard relationship to make? And then yeah. when you kind of unpackage that, you realize that most of, at least in my experience, most of the girls, and I look at Daniela, most of those girls that are guys' girls at first, when you really get to know them and you peel the onion, right, the proverbial onion of, of who they are, are actually great girlfriends Mm. daniela is one of the best female relationships i've had whether i've known her for a long time or not and that's just because she's a really great friend to her female friends and so i'm like what are you talking about being a guy's girl what does that mean what does that even does that mean that you just can i i I, I really have a hard time understanding what what that necessarily means yeah and it's exactly i mean i know when i was probably in the later ends of high school or early college years, I did fall into that default of like, well, mind you, I had t- plenty of girlfriends, but I always said, no, I have like, I just get along better with guys, which is a complete lie. Like I didn't get, al- I just got along good with people in general. Mm-hmm. And I think I just had a lot of things in common. And I found that it wasn't me necessarily that was having trouble making friends with girls or guys because I was able to do the, the same. It was that I was surrounding myself sometimes with women that, thought right. it was strange mm-hmm. for another woman oh, another woman to be friends with guys mm-hmm. because it's like no it should be one or the other right like you can't automatically like it was like they were saying oh she's a guy's girl mm-hmm. and then i was just accepting that but that's not that's not necessarily yeah. the case they i feel like i take like, a chance or, or maybe they make the right girlfriends at the time it maybe it's not a damn issue maybe it's the mm-hmm. people she's surrounded by right but yeah i've always thought i was like oh it's it's not that i wouldn't hang out with them but it was always kind of scary it was just like she might be a little territorial. She might be a little dramatic. She might be emotional. Or yeah. yeah, I think it's just you have to be open to relationships, period. And I think that labeling yourself only a guy's girl is problematic because you probably haven't met a really amazing female that empowers you and makes you feel great or has your back. Or I mean, 
all these different things. I really don't like oversimplifications and these and blanket statements. And right. and and Danielle and I have had many conversations about this, about like shooting out massive <laughs> statements that oh, I am like this, like. Are you really though? I mean, like life is not so simple. Yeah. Side note: so my friendship with Nina has actually helped me explore the grays of life and not mm-hmm. the black and whites because it's exactly what she just said. I tend to have those massive, like, blanket overgeneralizations. Mm-hmm. Like, I like this. You? I am th- me. Nah. I know. Right? <laughs> um, and she's been very good about calling me out on it. So she's been. Like, I'll say something absolutely absurd, and then she's like, "Really." And I'm like, you know what? Like, let me let, let me, me let me let me let me re- cancer and think about this. <laughs> Apparently, I was I was just talking. Yeah, no, <laughs> I th- I think it's that I, I talk a lot of bullshit and <laughs> she just calls it out. Like, uh, you're a liar, you're a piece of shit. Like, what? No, <laughs> not at all. I wish I would have come prepared with some of the blanket statements that Danielle has thrown out because I think that that would have been a great. I can just I'm sure imagine. Said, I'm sure I've said like a ton on on this podcast alone. <laughs> you ever seen that meme where the guy's like? Oh like, yeah, the, the, blinking, the blinking guy. <laughs> the blinking guy. The blinking. That's like, that's you probably when you say some shit like that. It's like, no, I, I'm the blinking guy. Always, always, always. Um, one of the other questions that I had here because I was, I was going to ask you if you think that there's a sense of competition, you know, amongst women in our like, on our age group or whatever. Um, but you would, I actually answered that earlier. You don't think that there's necessarily competition. I was actually going to counter and say that the reason why, you know, some women and some girls <laughs> have that defense mechanism i'm a guy's girl I'm, I'm this is because of this sense of competition that may have been instilled on from an early age right mm-hmm. like maybe you grew up in a in a situation where um perhaps your your parents didn't have like a very strong relationship mm-hmm. and uh, and i'm making something up right hypothetical like your dad steps out um so you sort of feel like if he stepped out on your mom perhaps there's a reason there's something that your mom is lacking mm-hmm. and you get into that cycle of like okay, so women are really just here in order to please a man and therefore I should not have strong <laughs> relationships outside of a superficial mm-hmm. um, nature with most women because at the end of the day, we're all here just to find another man, right? Mm-hmm. Like, And it's it's a very, very like generalized statement, mm-hmm. but I feel like that might be the root of some competition in romance, right, mm-hmm. amongst women. Now, if you switch it over to the workforce, and that's mm-hmm. a different story than that, then you can go into you know, men in leadership roles and how there aren't many women in leadership roles and perhaps that's mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. there's competition and mm-hmm. women there. But just in general, do you think that there is a sense of competition? So I think there's a sense of competition in general with yeah. all sexes, genders, et cetera. Like I think that, I think we we tend to think that there is more competition within women because women tend to be a little bit more emotional, particular, and, and I'm going to speak about the workplace first and then we can yeah. talk about relationships Um, And again, it's all informed by your upbringing, but women tend to be a little bit more emotional in the workplace. So they tend their anger turns into into emotions that then are perceived to be weak. And and then it it kind of goes spirals into this weird kind of women are catty and women can't work together and women are competing. And it's not necessarily the case. I've never found that to be true. I think women are competing against women. I think women are competing against men. I just think that we tend to highlight women disputes a lot more than men disputes in the workplace. I think men probably compete all day long with each other. They just have probably a better way of hiding it, to be honest with you. I think they probably just have a way better of way better way of reconciling. Okay, this person got the promotion and I didn't. Okay, I need to move forward. Versus women tend to be 
more vocal about it. That they, they, maybe they bring that into the lunchroom. Maybe they talk yeah. about it within the fret within with friends. Maybe they go home and they talk and they complain about it with their significant other. And maybe guys are just like, it just happened. Need to move on. Right. It's not that big a deal. I'll get the next promotion. I don't know. I just, I think that there is competition. I just, I don't know if I think that there's more competition amongst women than there is amongst men. If anything, women should feel the need to compete against when men a little bit more because they're the ones that are predominantly more ahead of us. Instead of looking to the side, we should be looking forward, which more often than not, there's a guy in front of us that that's what I was you know, say. where we need to go and, and look at that person and see, okay, that if that man has that position, what do I have to do to get ahead? What does he do well? What do I keep from that? What do I take away? Um, instead of looking at maybe our counterpart who who's probably has her own world and, and, and not even considering your, you as as a competition. Right. And then it, it goes back to like comparison, right, which I think is every human's uh, like flaw. Like you just naturally are always comparing <clears throat> yourself. But I was going to say that I think I, I agree with you because in my experience alone throughout my career, mm-hmm. I always didn't really buy the narrative of um, of women not being in leadership roles mm-hmm. or not getting what they've earned mm-hmm. or any of that because I was very lucky to always have or always be in a place where women were in high positions, mm-hmm. right? And I always had very good mentors and everything. And it wasn't until probably, not this job, but the, well, yeah, my last mm-hmm. two jobs where I saw that that was completely different. And I was like, oh, crap, this does exist. Like, mm-hmm. there is a sense of, you know, having just fully male leadership mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then women in, like, mid-level to, to below. Mm-hmm. But amongst those women themselves, there was never a sense of competition. It was yeah. always a sense of community. Mm-hmm. And I'll bring up... Um, well, no, I'm not gonna bring that up. <laughs> I was gonna say something about our Halloween costumes, um, but I think <laughs> you should. No, no, we no, no. Know what we're but about I think, but, but <laughs> again, I've, I've always, and I don't know if that's something that's why I asked you if you had a different perspective no. on it. But no, no we've, we've had, we've experienced the same exact thing. I don't know. I've also felt so. So maybe that's a narrative that's put out by like men to. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, maybe I also feel that Sorry. in my personal experience, I've had, again, I. In school, I've had a lot of girlfriends, and and I think that I was on. It sounds cheesy, but I was on a dance team where there were rankings, and it doesn't. It didn't matter if the person that was in your same grade ended up becoming a sort of officer for your dance team. So you had to respect them. So it didn't matter that I was a senior, let's say, but there was someone called a junior officer that had seniority over me because they were able to get that position. And so it taught you. I guess what I'm trying to say is that certain athletics, extracurricular activities, places where women have to have community within each other fosters the sense of of relationship where you're okay with people that are your counterparts perhaps moving ahead and then having some sort of seniority over you. So when I go into the workplace when I'm older, I don't I don't see it. I mean, I'm sure there is some competition, but I don't look at the female directors alongside of me and and think, oh my God, they're out to get me. Or I need to look at what they're doing so that I can get ahead. I don't see it. I, I, I personally haven't experienced a ton of competition amongst women. I've, I have experienced outward displays of insecurity of other women where other women question you or question what you're doing and, and put your, your position in doubt. But that comes from a place of, of insecurity and, and I don't take it as a place of they're competing with me or I have to get ahead of them. I just think that they're going through some sort of issue that they need to resolve with yeah. whatever whatever I'm doing at the time. No, and I think that's exactly it, which is why I said, I was like, maybe it is a narrative that's put forth out there that's, because 
I have never experienced it. That's why I was like, if you haven't either, and yes, we've worked in the same industry, but I've talked to other friends that they're like, no, I don't really see that cattiness. Like I love working with, you know, the women that I work with Mm -hmm. and we have great um, women in leadership positions. And Mm -hmm. I think you yourself are a huge example of, you know, how you can grow and how you can learn under the right leadership and everything. Mm So I think the, the effect of, of women in leadership roles, which is wh- what I'll transition into, is also something that that affects that because you you said it from yourself. Like you and I don't know if this is the norm mm-hmm. or if you've just been very lucky where you've always ha- been surrounded by strong, strong women. So that's that's going to be my follow up. Do you think that there are cases where women actually do think that there is competition or they outwardly project their insecurities because they haven't been able to grow up in an environment where they have strong women around them whereas you exactly what you said you know you grew up with 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 a mom and like six aunts and then you went to school and you had your dance team so there's always been a sense of community with women yeah do you know do you know other women or have you seen instances where it's not been that case and that's why absolutely there are women that i know that because they're mothers necessarily had their baggage that they put forth on their on on them they all of a sudden grow up with this feeling of of and maybe particularly in the hispanic community as well but there's also a sense of like women aren't there to help you succeed they're you know they are they want to take your men they want to take your jobs there there's a lot of there's a lot of envy so a hundred percent i mean i've seen that for sure but i keep going back to that that isn't that's learned behavior there two two little girls growing up in in the park or playing together in a sandbox don't know that they need to compete against each other that's not something that we're born with we're not i don't think right yeah i don't think that we we put two babies together and then all of a sudden the two little girls are going to start fighting i i I don't think so i i think that that has to be a bad experience something that rubbed them the wrong way something that that then spills over into every other female relationship that they have but have you I don't know if that Mika, answered your question. No, no, it, it does, it does. I'm, Mika, have you found, mm-hmm. um, obviously you've you've had a lot of girlfriends that they, both girl-friends. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you feel that those insecurities, have you seen a pattern in those insecurities with, with other women developing friendships? Like, as you as how they're, how's, like, their upbringing, like how they were raised and then where they're at now? Or right. in general, no, or or just in general, like being able to create those those relationships. Because you said it yourself, you're like it's it's a red flag if a girl comes by and she's like, I'm a guy's girl, and then you like kind of do you ever analyze the the I don't environment go too, that she's like, in? I don't go too in depth, like like on, you know her life, but it's just it sucks when you see girls like that because for the most part, it may not be like when I said this before, it may not be them that's mm-hmm. the issue. It may be like the, the situation they're in where like they had some like some you know like. Uh, some rough individuals around them and mm-hmm. they can they can never yeah. cultivate a good friendship. Mm-hmm. I'm also a firm believer in yes, if you had strong women growing up, you're right. less 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 likely to be, you know, kind of a douchebag to other people because mm-hmm. like you understand that mm-hmm. women have to support each other, you mm-hmm. know. Um the I would say like uh, if I, if I talk to a girl and you'll notice right away where they'll start judging and you're projecting insecurity, mm. especially mm-hmm. if you're out like in a bar yeah. Uh, and you see this, like you see her look around and be like, Oh my God, look at this girl over here. It's like, that's like, dude, 
if we're chilling, <laughs> hanging out, and already you're pinpointing people around, like around you, and like, oh, look at this, because that's easily transferable. Where it's like, if you're talking down to that one, mm-hmm. if you see a hot model come in, all of a sudden, I bet you anything, she's gonna be insecure when that girl walks in. Mm. Well, and that's something that for sure is a learned behavior because I'll completely admit it's something that I like. Here's a stereotype that I have been trying to break for a very, very long time because within myself, I don't know if it's because of the the shows that I grew up watching mm-hmm. or the environment <clears throat> that I was in. But like any time that you see a girl that obviously is very, very attractive, may, you can tell they spend a lot of time um, on themselves in terms of their image yeah. and stuff. Like physical? Like their physical image. Why is it that some people jump to the conclusion and like that girl's obviously dumb? Like she's got, or she's dumb, or she really doesn't provide any kind of other value. Uh, now, not everybody does that. I, I don't no, know. I think... You you say you wouldn't do that, but for me, when I was growing up, that mm-hmm. was actually something that I found. Like if I saw the girls that I'm like, oh, but I feel like that was something projected that, that, on yeah. TV, and then you made. I it, 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 but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Right. I was like, and it, and now, now, like I see, mm-hmm. I see the same type of girl, and I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't think that anymore. But it was something that yeah. I had to break. Yeah, that I had to consciously say, wait a second. Not every girl that's like that, it doesn't mean that they provide nothing about it. Like, they still have feelings. They still have emotions. Mm-hmm. They still go through the same thing. And I would always look at them very surface level sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's also very much, in, to your point, very old kind of way of thinking. I don't know. I feel that, especially now with, like, different types of beauty and, and, and just a lot of inclusion, I feel like now brains are a lot more easily... I guess identifiable before where listen there's a lot of smart women that are very very attractive and have t- an amazing great businesses all over I don't think that I don't know I don't think that image at all plays a factor so much in in your predisposition to think that a woman is dumb I think it was just, I, maybe yeah. in the past I think I don't it was know. just no, TV, like TV shows and this girl walking out the pool it's like yeah. you know but cuz some of the prettiest girls I know in my life are super intelligent and went to great schools. Yeah, and take it a step further because sometimes, Go. like, right, me, like, personally, like, you know, growing up and, and getting older, uh, a girl's intelligence right now would, like, <laughs> if she's, like, okay, let's say she's, like, let's say, like, oh, fuck, you're going to hit you're me. You're going to, no, yeah. we're, we're not rating. We're we're not. <laughs> you're not, okay, go. If a girl's, like, a five or a six oh, and she's God. intelligent, It'll bump her up to like a seven or eight. <laughs> what? You guys That's are terrible. So no, I was like, you're not about to rate. Stop. No. But no, but hear me out. But same same thing. For, maybe if a girl, he has a rating. I mean, if a girl is be... beautiful and then she walks in and you talk to her and in five seconds, like, oh my God, there's fucking nobody upstairs. Like this girl. <laughs> there's is, like no substance. Right. I'll tell honest, you this. She'll, I'll bring her down. He brings up a good point and I'm definitely not going to talk about ratings, but <laughs> I don't know if you guys are... Or saw or or read up or saw a highlight of Fiona Hill's testimony for the impeachment hearing. Right. That woman is such a boss. And I was and my boyfriend and I were talking about it. And I look at him and I'm like, you would a hundred percent date that woman in a heartbeat. Mm. He's like, what are you talking about? Why do you bring that up? And I'm like, <laughs> because I can tell that her intellect is extremely attractive. She was such a boss. The way that she answered every question, she was so prepared. First of all, all the women in the testimonies and in, in the hearings were, were fantastic. But her particularly, I'm like, any guy would totally be turned on by what an here's here's not, where, any, uh, guy. not any guy. Your boyfriend specifically, because and again, you know, that's what what's so great about Dylan is not intimidated by intellect, is not intimidated by a strong, powerful woman. So, yes, you're correct in saying, but not any guy, because right. there are so many I mean, guys fair. that choose. 100%. Yeah. Choose, they will get scared. They, they Absolutely. Absolutely. If there you is have a something. strong woman, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer. If you have a strong woman in front of you, 
that's like a mirror to yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you look at her and you can't match up to her, that's where you get the oh, like, yeah. oh she's mm-hmm. whatever. Like no, dude, it's just she can't handle it, and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking for that. I want a strong woman that's like I, to challenge me. I don't mm-hmm. want some like. Uh, you know some dumb airheaded girl like she yeah she looks cool in pictures but like when you talk to her you'd be embarrassed you <laughs> right, know? Right, right, right right but and and that's but I why guess I, it's what you said that it's not all guys it's look definitely for the same not thing. all guys because I know plenty of very you know both attractive intellectual smart women that find that it is very difficult sometimes and granted they could be choosing the wrong men too um, to find someone that's willing to match up like they they get intimidated very fast they're like okay this girl's a little mm-hmm. bit too much on her feet like mm-hmm. I they they sort of need that more passive you know okay she's gonna look good in my pictures and she's not gonna bring me any trouble because unfortunately the way that their minds think is okay this woman this woman is smart she's strong and that's great Mm -hmm. on the good days but on the bad days where i want to be right and i kind of want to i don't want to argue or anything and again it's super coward like cowardly um i don't want she's gonna push me and i don't want and i don't want to have to deal with that i think that's fair it's it's cool. It's nice to be uncomfortable like that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, it gets boring. Like, it gets boring. Like, you know, I've been in long relationships, and it's just, like, you need someone that's going to be always, you know, like, if you're down or if you're, like, feeling sorry for yourself, throwing a pity party, mm-hmm. she'll be like, all right, cool. I'll give you five minutes to throw this party. <laughs> <laughs> Once that's done, what's up? You know, what are you going to do? And a lot of guys just, they don't want to be pushed or just, or maybe it's just the city we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and that, I was going to say an earlier point because you know we and we did a whole episode on the miami stereotypes and everything yeah. we talked about the ig models and i was trying to say i was like look the I, you went in hard on the uh, ig models <laughs> you don't like them <gasps> uh, he's had bad experience with the <laughs> ig models but i was trying to say i'm like no like these girls do provide something some i mean they're you, probably making a lot of money right no 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 not like actual <laughs> ig models oh. we're talking about like girls that <laughs> yeah because like, they're stere- yeah no they're stereotypes Yo. of like like women are that are trying to be IG models, so like oh, uh, like yes, the, like the pseudo IG models. Oh god, you know? like, no, you're not talking about like, like influencers that are. No, yeah, influencers. we're not talking about real influencers. No, <laughs> like we're talking about that like, are typical money off of. No, media? these girls are not making any money. Got it, like, got it, got it. Got it. No. What was it? it was, they're taking uh, they're taking pictures at Sea Spice. Oh and, like, god, yeah, the, like, the stuff at Sea Spice. Uh, <laughs> they go to uh, Windwood Walls every time there's a new mirror up there. Oh my god, babe, babe. Yeah, their photos are very very choreographed and stuff and. You know, those type of things. Um, Emoji mm-hmm. captions only. But I was trying to say, I was like, there are different layers to those type of, of like, they can take really good pictures. And some of them are very, like you said yourself, some of them are very good friends. They're the ones that are going to get those angles of you. They're the ones that are going to mm-hmm. cheer you on when you're taking mm-hmm. a picture. Like, they're actually very empowering. They're the ones that write captions like, wife, oh my God, so hot. <laughs> Gold. <laughs> I mean, I just think overall, women should, I, I, I'm a strong believer that women should be friends with women. I think that we need to do our part to build better relationships within within our own um, gender just because it's already hard as it is. Why are we going to go out and try to knock each other down, try to, I don't know, we're just complicating our lives a little bit more. And I do, I do understand that women have had bad experiences with other women, but I also think that we need to evolve and we need to help one another um get ahead it sounds really cheesy but i think that if we're not to get if we're not in this together then imagine how how are we going to advance how are we and and that goes into the whole women in leadership positions and and there are going to be more women in leadership positions and if we don't stop immediately holding those women to higher standards that we hold ourselves 
then then all then we're going to go backwards. Yeah. And I, I see this a lot. Women that are in leadership positions tend to keep or take with them more masculine attributes, right? They're more direct. They're they're less emotional. They're 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 more business oriented. And all of a sudden, the women around them that are in more junior positions are like, oh well, she's not nice. Oh, she's yeah, um, she's not very like friendly. oh, but she's a bitch. Like, she's a bitch. And it's like you wouldn't be saying that if it was a man. Do you, you think wouldn't. that's necessary? Do you think it, it is necessary to take on those masculine attributes to succeed or to move forward i think that you should take whatever you can that is going to get you ahead once you're at the position that you want to get to then you can decide what leader you want to be but we shouldn't be judging women for for being or, or taking certain attributes to the top that are typically not the norm for women is what I'm saying. Got it. You know what I mean? Like I just think because I think of like Cheryl Sandberg for example, who is actually a very compassionate person mm-hmm. and is able yes. to yes, and, and you can be that type of you can be a compassionate correct. leader. You can do whatever. But if for whatever reason you decide as in your life you decide to be a more direct leader and you decide to all of a sudden not be very compassionate, it shouldn't be held against you. It's not in. It's not meant to hurt anyone. It's just. You need to. You are getting ahead based on the things that you need to get ahead with, and I don't think that men would be judged by it. Yeah, Women, no, I, I agree with that. Do like, you know what I mean? Like, if, like, do if, what you if you're do. if you're a douchebag in the you know in the early levels, and you work your way up top, and you're still a douchebag, it's like, no, you're just a jerk. But <laughs> right, it's an established. It's not like you had this right. position of power, and all of a sudden, like, <laughs> oh, like I'm a C level executive now, so I have to be a jerk to everybody. No, no. like if you're always a jerk, you're always a jerk. Just say the same thing. If you're compassionate your whole way up. And then then you're compa- yeah. Then you're fine. And if all of a sudden, or or if all of a sudden I hear I hear I hear this a lot. Like I don't want to be given the role because I'm a woman. I I do not care. Oh. Give me the role if I'm a woman. Yeah. I, I'll I transition it. to a girl. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> oh, I don't want to get ahead just because of my gender. Um, why not? Because no other men would ever have to even worry about that. So if you're putting me in a position of leadership because you need. A better mix in your leadership. That's, That's fine. fine. I think like women overanalyze it. a yes, lot. We we sit it. there and we overanalyze and we we get in our heads about you know why we're being given things and then mm-hmm. we sort of get sort of drunk on this whole idea of having to do things the right way and would and when men don't think about that at all, they don't no. care. They don't care if they're having to fill a certain gap or if because you know fulanito like left and they need to fill this this position and then they they get it like they're not sitting there you know chastising like all of a sudden oh okay well i only got this as a pity who cares if you got it as a, Listen, as a, as it, a pity like yeah. you you're able to move and up once you're there, as long as it works for you it right. works for you and and recognize that once you got that position because of whatever reason because you're a woman etc then you're in a position of power to bring other people in Correct. for the right reasons then bring in the women that are best fitting then restructure do whatever you need to do but stop analyzing. Just get ahead. Yeah. Like, don't worry how the door opened. Just walk yeah, through it. Yeah, just walk through it. Yeah. Yeah, I think we can be sometimes our, our biggest critics and our biggest mm-hmm. enemies when it oh comes to Oh, my God. Absolutely. It, uh, I get you. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's very, it's a delicate subject. Um, but whatever. You, we play with the toys we're given, you know? So, like. <laughs> That's true. Well, you should play with them, though. Like, don't question the toys that are given to you. <laughs> Some of them are not okay. Like, what if you're good at flirting and being like, a little, uh, you know? Like, no. Oh. no. That's, <laughs> different. That's a whole That's different, different. That's a whole different, different. podcast. Um, no. What if I take it next level? I don't, I, don't freak out, Daniela. Right? I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> um, when a guy, all right, let's say there's two guys, like you know, there's like a C level exec, and then you have like a, a somebody in a senior position that wants to move up a little bit, and um, they'll take it. They'll take. Oh, let's go out for drinks and stuff like that. And he invites, you know, his boss out for drinks. 
Oh, I, I get what you're you mean. get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, so like like a man inviting a, a, man, a, a, a more a, senior man out to drink. Yeah, just to get to oh. know him to try to advance himself. Mm-hmm. Like, let what, me like, like let me construct guys, a question. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. That's why. I, because yeah. I think what what you're getting is like what what level is it okay to sort of use your fem- your femininity to your advantage, right? So like. And I and I completely get what you're saying because there. Yeah, I'm not asking you to sleep away your top. Yeah, like no, you're not saying. What did this just turn into? (laughs) But I understand because and and this is sort of like a darker side of it as well. But I know that it's happened. There have been a couple of instances, I'm sure, throughout many different. um, Mm -hmm. That. Hold on. Let me let me reframe everything. I know. One second, guys. This is why this is live. That's what I was asking. Because like what I'm I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not that it's problematic. I'm just trying to say like, how would you? What is okay in terms of, you know, using your your power as a woman and your sexuality and your femininity, and in like the where, yeah, in the workplace, like where I, do you draw the line? I, again, this is me personally speaking, completely. I think that there is a very clear line. I think that women are powerful in way more other ways than sexual. In order for you to have to bring in your sexuality portion in the workplace. There has to be other tools in your tool belt that you can use first before relying on. Let me lean in a little bit more. Let me be a little. Yeah, that's bit the more wrong coy. leaning in. Yeah, <laughs> the wrong like you know. There has to be something else. There, you might be funny. You might have find common ground anywhere else with your male counterpart that's ahead in order to build a bridge that doesn't involve your sexuality. I don't know. I've never ever been in a position where I have felt, and this is just me myself that I have felt that I've needed to bring that in in order to build a relationship. I just, I don't know. I think that that's the line. There, For me, it's very clear. Yeah. I, again, I've always been very lucky to just have women bosses. So, so I, I don't, good. I was like, I've, I've never had, had women, to tap into I've had women bosses I've never that had are to fantastic. Tap into that, but I've had great male bosses yeah. that, that have taught me a lot as well. And it's just, Oh wait, I've I've had a couple of male there's, bosses, there's, but for the most part, I've had like women bosses. That's yeah. what I'm asking because it has there's to be no. no place. I, would not, I like, don't think I, that there's place for not it. Not even for sexuality, but just even just like if you want to cultivate friendships outside of work with like I mean, your you higher sh- ups. You could, no, you but could. that's fine. That's completely but different. But I think how that those are an perceived approach, right? is a whole another conversation. Yeah. Whether it's better perceived from junior men to ask senior men out to drinks versus a junior woman asking a senior man, I understand that the the optics of that are a little off. But re- as a woman, you should never need to rely on your sexuality to to get ahead gotcha. there yeah. has to be other power tools that you can i use. just feel like that's unfair a little bit it's kind of like because i mean i haven't i haven't necessarily seen just it. like that like oh look she's inviting you know whatever, whatever yeah so. but that's us having an issue with a woman asking a, a more senior man out for coffee if you have a problem with that, then that's a whole another conversation. But the woman shouldn't have to well, that's feel that people she jump needs to, into assumptions yeah, she's of ju- something yeah, bad. That's yeah. the problem. They're they're like, like, I well, think they're, two, they're two separate yeah. trains of thought for sure. Oof. I mean, I've I haven't seen necessarily that play out in any workplace that I have been in. Thankfully, at least that close. Um, I've heard obviously there's always been the, like the rumor mill happens and and but never in like in an immediate team or anything like that. So. When you asked that, it was really funny because I was like, actually, like, that's a good question. I didn't know how to frame it because I've it's, never it's, really had that experience. And I've never really seen that experience, like, throughout my career either. I th- Again, a lot of these things I mean, that we I've talk seen about women are, use their sexuality to their advantage. For sure, I've seen it. But I don't think in, in, my, in my cases, I've never seen it dramatically change their, their position in the workplace either. 
I haven't seen them all. I haven't been like, oh my god, wow, that's the next. Yeah, that's. It's just been used, and then I'm like, oh great, well, it was used for pretty much nothing. For sure. Oh man, this. <laughs> I mean, have you have you seen that sort of like? I mean, I've been I've been working for myself for three years. I haven't been in, in a corporate right. place. You know, it doesn't have to be direct places of work, but friends or people that you know that decided to go down that path, and then. They're like, holy crap, it didn't work out for know, me. Like, and I'm like, oh, well, there went that. I, I'm always a huge believer that women have an extraordinary amount of power, you know, mm-hmm. in relationships. Uh, I feel like you guys tend to forget that. Like, mm-hmm. not all of you guys, but for, for the most part, I, I for whatever reason, you guys forget that you, 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 got, you guys are the ones that set the standards. I, I you agree. You say how far we go. We say I, how far we can do fair. and what we do. And a lot of times you guys get caught up in your heads or just whatever happens that you forget that. You run the show, mm-hmm. and I have. Uh, it's just. It's, it's, I completely agree. I, I'm not talking about just relationships, like you know, between yeah. men and female, or, just, no, or, or no, whatever. No. But I get it. It's a women lot of time. do wield a lot of power, and we tend to not necessarily always know how to use it correctly. And to your point, the power tools are are wide, and there's yeah. a ton of different sure. tools to use. We tend to sometimes use the wrong ones, and at least in I think in the workplace, the sexuality power tool should never be used. And here's so we've been talking about all these like stereotypical um, situations and everything. And I think the common thread amongst all of them is that they are very outdated, mm-hmm. like the sexuality in the workforce. I've never necessarily experienced that. You haven't either. The competition amongst women hasn't really come up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are instances, of course, but I'm starting to see that a lot of those things don't necessarily exist. And mm-hmm. so what is something that you feel like you hear a lot about that isn't addressed necessarily when it comes to mm, I feel like you address a lot of them to be honest with you um stereotypes that are still addressed that I don't like I or s- or things that should be addressed that necessarily aren't you know like I think that in general I think that women need to be more personable I think that that bothers me okay. I think that women that women need to be compassionate in the workplace bothers me. I feel that women should act however they want to act and and be the leaders that they want without having to always have a soft side. I okay. think I think it I think it bothers. And the reason why I say that is because I'm not a very emotional person at work, but I am a very personable person at work. Right. So those are two different things. Meaning, I like to foster relationships with the people that I work with and the people that report to me. I think that that helps me in getting the job done. But I'm very detached from the emotions, meaning if I need to get a job done, I'm going to do it. If I'm told that I'm not working on assignment A, I'm working on assignment B, I nine out of ten times don't think it has anything to do with me. And it just has to be with getting the job done. And I feel that women sometimes are or women in, in the workplace tend to think that, oh, you know, you have to be nice or you have to under- be understanding. Gotcha. You have to approach it with like, when I'm going to give you bad feedback, I have to be a little bit kind. Mm. When it's it's the business. I'm just yeah. telling you what you need to do. I don't think you're a bad person. I don't think you think I'm a bad person. We just need to get the job done. And that doesn't mean that you're unapproachable. That doesn't mean you're cold. That doesn't mean that you don't that you're not nice and kind. It just means that you come to work to get the job done. And I think that that really bothers me when when people put women in boxes and they have to act this way. They have to be acquiescent to certain things. They have to be more, just more emotional. I feel more okay. more in touch with their emotions. And I'm like, that's not fair. 
Yeah, just women that don't say good morning. Who cares? Maybe oh my god, just I'm, going so just I'm so bad. I'm so bad at good right mornings. Now. How do you not say good morning? I I say good morning, but I there don't. Are, I forget. But Listen. I don't think it's personal. I don't think I don't think it has anything Thank to do you. with and it. Thank you. There and needs to be more people like you. Some men don't say good morning. Some men walk straight into the office and get to work. Yeah. And people are like, damn. Listen, I need, I need more people like you because I am so, and I know it's a bad habit and I've tried to fix it, but like, I'm just not a morning person, right? So, you did say good morning to me today. You I didn't say good morning <laughs> to you. I, because I mean, I'm not a morning, okay. like, I'm, I kind of just wake up and uh, until like I'm fully awake and I'm okay and I'm like, yeah, like the first thing that I do when I wake up is I start thinking about everything I have to do, mm-hmm. right? So I'm in this, uh, or I'm tired. So by the time that I get into work or by the time that I'm having a conversation with a person, I'm already like, I'm on a to-do list. Mm-hmm. So I'm not thinking about good morning. Yeah. So I get into my I get the element of manners. I get that Correct. a lot. And and it doesn't take you a, it doesn't take anything to be like good morning. But if that person I don't want to say I just forget. I, say I don't and I don't do good it on good, good morning. <laughs> hey, hi. How are you? Wake no, up. Yeah, you're like, that. See, I would get that all the time. I remember I would I'm go into the person. office. I would go into the office and I'd get into my cube. And then somebody would walk by, and I'm at my desk. Like I don't, I'm not gonna go out of my way if you're walking by to say good morning. And okay, there are people no, that are like, in, like, don't do that either. Like, no, but there are people that are walk by. Good morning. I'm like, I'm working. <laughs> like, leave me alone. What? Like, what do you want? <laughs> you're like, what? Like, what do you want? What? I'm just. It's actually so a terrible forget. morning. Okay, well, don't dictate no, how my morning's not, going. <laughs> not, I could, I could be having a good morning. You're projecting just, your morning onto mine. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. I, I. For me, it's it's one of those things where it's like I don't have t- like I don't have time to think about having to say like good pleasantries morning, gotcha. in the morning and good morning and I just yeah that's like I asking somebody hey how are you and then they really bring yeah. it down like oh my god I'm having a trip yeah. like whoa bitch whoa right. relax yeah like I don't actually... as a general you know like I really don't want to know how you're doing like, yeah, it's, 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 small, it's 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 like the small talk right like I don't sometimes or and this I've actually gotten a lot better about um so there's an admin at my job that I really only go to see her when I need something printed or I need something else and so I've made it a habit that i was like whenever i go by i'm like hi how are you can i ask you for a favor instead of literally what i want to do is just like hey i need this printed that's it oh but that's just because you're not an asshole but r- correct but like in my but head sometimes i'm like oh, i have to prepare my mentally prepare myself like good morning how right are how you? About this, and that's just this. manners i get it but when you leave an elevator do you say to people hey have a good day no and you know no. what <laughs> actually we're going to we're going to get into that wait well, I need to I need to actually say an anecdote about that because I was talking to, to, to Janina's very good about whenever she leaves the elevator when I'm with her she's like she's like, have a good night have a good day whatever I don't do that and that is because for some reason and you know the two of us so you know like <laughs> she's a little bit shyer than I am mm-hmm. and I'm a little bit more you know outgoing outgoing or, or yeah. just like vocal and stuff in in social settings between the two of us she may be the quieter one even though she can definitely talk and she's very personable yeah. and everything um, but like. No problem. I have no problem saying anything to anybody. However, in an elevator, for some reason, <laughs> I get so much anxiety. And I'm like, do I say it? Oh, my God. If I say it, what if I, like, mess up? And I cannot get out of the <laughs> elevator. I'm have see- a good th- Bye. No, I have. I've said, I've said, have a good night in the middle of the day. I've said, like, I've bumped into the elevator because I was walking too fast. So I literally just walk out. Like, I just walk out. now. And then Janina's like, but it's so rude that you don't say that. I'm like... It's so crazy that you're okay with saying have a good day or have a good night to a bunch of strangers uh-huh. like in an elevator that's so enclosed. But like I can't. I, I just can't do it. You should just I, do like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I would do like funny <laughs> experiments. Like I've I've said like I'll see you guys later, like before. No. I just think that I just think that let who cares? You know what I mean? Like I don't think it has anything to do with 
with you and it has everything to do with a person that might just be more aloof. I don't know. I just I don't like being put in boxes and being told how to behave and especially if you're not doing anything wrong, if you're not hurting anyone and you're (laughs) correct and you're and you're producing good results, right? Like if you were a shitty worker, shitty leader, your you know, your your track record is bad, you're messy and you don't yeah. say good morning, damn, yeah. you, you just need help. You just but if you're around. a boss, you're getting the job done, you're growing people, you're 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 yeah. giving people a good work life balance. I don't know, whatever it might be. And you don't say good morning, like fuck it. Don't think that they're of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's perfect. Well, I get it. It's that you, balance that I like. Exactly. It's gotta be a balance. How do you feel? Cause I know I've always said, um, the way that I foster relationships at work is like you are my coworker, mm-hmm. and I have mm-hmm. a certain. There's a line there, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't like mm-hmm. to cross that line, if especially if I report into you, right? So like, right, you're a perfect mm-hmm. example. My friendship with you, my dynamic with you, was completely different when I was working mm-hmm. with you, and then the second that I stopped reporting yes. into you, and you it told me that you changed. told me that you're like I do not want to have a relationship with you if you're my boss, right? I just and for, I was like, me, oh god, okay. But it, it wasn't bad. Like again, we can still be personable. Like yeah. we were, we still had a lot of fun. We were part of a team and everything. But my, my relationship with you was completely different. Um, post reporting mm-hmm. to you, and I, I've taken that across my. And in some cases, it was the opposite. So the boss that I had right after her, I actually had a very good relationship and friendship with before. Mm-hmm. And then once I started reporting to her again, it changed. Now some people don't don't think that's necessary. Like some people are like, no, why can't why can't I report into you and be friends with you? Like why? Why does there have to be a clear line? Like I feel yeah, like there terrible. does have to be. No, I feel like there has to be a clear line because there are expectations that are set up. There, you're still working for this person. Like it doesn't matter how g- cool and bomb and like how fun and down so the person is. For me, I've experienced both instances. So I I tend to think less about how the person. Sorry, how I feel about it, and then I try to be led by how the person. Um, feels about it and what that means is that if the person wants to draw the the very clear line I respect it I'm the type of person that can go way over the line I could be you could be my boss and you could invite me to happy hour and we can get drunk and we can have a great time and the minute I walk in the door if you tell me off because I didn't do my job I don't take it personally I, I'm able to completely compartmentalize yeah, that's a, work that's, and, and not business. everybody's like that. Not a, and I respect yeah. that not everyone's like that. I know for a fact that I'm like that, right? So, right. like, I've had bosses that are, are friends and we can go out. And the minute we walk in, it's game time. Let's go. And I can put in, I can put those two worlds aside. Right. But I respect that some people aren't like that. So I have in, in my team, I have it's a, it's a pretty large team. I have some people that are more like that and some that are less and I let them lead that relationship. Yeah. And and there's some that are like, you know what, I really don't give a damn about you personally. Like, don't ask me how my life is. Don't ask gotcha. me what about my dog. And I'm like, okay, great. And so we manage that relationship very work. Right. And then there's some that invite me a little bit more into their home and I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, let's just, sit in the living the room. And then there's some that are like inviting me to dinner. I'm like, okay, let's do that too. Um, but at the end of the day, work is work, and, and we just get it done. I'd be way too emotional. I'd be like, I'd be like well, we were drinking yesterday, and all of a sudden, like, Mika, I'm like, damn, you're an asshole. Like, I just feel like friends. you set yourself up in, in positions where, you know, yes, you can do that, and you can come in the next day, and you're like, I'm I'm here to work, but if I do one little mess up, I don't want that other person to think, it's because she got drunk with me yesterday mm-hmm. that that's why no, there was I that mess No, I respect that. I respect that. There's a certain level of mystery of, like, you should not know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like there have been, I will fully admit, there have been times where I have have gone out and stayed too late, 
you know, out. And then the next day I go to work and I'm very tired. Right. I'm still doing my job. I'm still doing great. But I don't need my boss to know why I'm tired. Yeah. It could have been I because I, I, I completely respect sick. that. We have a wild no. Thursday night. Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally get that. Wild Thursday nights. We always have wild Thursday no. nights. No. Yeah. And that's because I expect the division to be made as well for the other person. So if they're out late and they can't get it together, then that's on them. Right. Right. Like I can. I can be out in the morning and it and I can own the fact that I messed up because I did that. Right. And and I don't think anything of it. Yeah. But I recognize that that's weird and some people don't like that, so fine. But for me it's totally super cool. easy to turn it off and on. Totally cool. This is very interesting. I I've know. A lot. Any I was like I'm looking at the at the time now. I was like any any last thoughts? Is there anything that you think that you didn't get to touch upon? I feel like we we I think we went like a, like yeah, a big a spectrum. Whole, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we went into like female relationships, work environment, work. Oh, uh, man, we didn't get into like, you know, like like uh, female oh, God, relationships and then having a guy friend. Yes. No, I but that's to talk a whole... about that. I feel like we need to do a su- like a part yeah. two to this. Okay, that's right. Because I, I was so like, I feel like that, that was a whole other podcast on its own. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we need to structure this particular this is such a wide well i kind of wanted it to be like kind of like see where free, it went yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah free well it's it's your free flow that you love so much my love it. like i didn't even have a printed rundown yeah it's so great <laughs> but i think for me the one thing that i the takeaway is just if we are talking about female relationships for a second is just to um for women to not hold other women to higher standards that they hold themselves so I like that do not you know lead with compassion women tend to love to tell other women how to live their lives. We love to give advice. We lo- Oh my goodness, my girlfriend needs an intervention. Oh my gosh, we need to get the team together because Daniela is off-roading. Okay, maybe she is <laughs> this off-roading. This probably has happened you multiple know, times. Let's, let's, let's analyze that. Let's talk to her, but also let's allow Daniela to learn her lessons in the way that she learns um, because I think that women love to to kind of coach other women, but then yeah. expect a level of, of understanding when they're going through shit. Gotcha. And I think that we just need to lead with more compassion. Mm. I like that. Compassion. I mean, I think my, my biggest takeaway here zero is like, judgment. don't fall. Yes, zero I judgment. judgment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. women love to judge other women. Like, oh my gosh, why does she stay with Mika? Oh my God, Mika Nobody sucks. Mika. Why? Did, and it's kind of like, that's her journey. If she wants to stay with Mika and, I don't know, that's on her. I think I think for me it's like it's breaking those completely outdated rules stereotypes. Well, I mean, I think we broke a bunch sh- of them. I know with we you. broke them. <laughs> no, I know, but I think that it's important because I I have met plenty of people that stay in that that the this is the problem. This is the problem with women. I'm like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Like you think that that's what the, the well that's what the problem is, but mm-hmm. it's not. It actually every woman has to reflect on themselves, and they have to they they have their own journey. And if you can accept that, good. And if not, then get out of the way. Super cool. <laughs> Mika's like, all right, I, I have nothing. I have nothing, <laughs> I have nothing I have to add. That's okay. I'm and I'm female. so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but you're probably, at our next episode, we're actually going to have my friend Derek on. Nice. Where And he's at himself. We're going to be talking uh, festivals, fetishes, and establishing friends in the gay community. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> That is the biggest, <laughs> yes. the widest pretty, yeah, blanket a, I've ever heard in my a, life. It's, oh, a, it's a nice little net. Um, so I, I don't know how. Festivals, fetishes, and, and and establishing friends in the gay community and the gay community yes, all in one hour. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's a lot of fun. But um, <laughs> so tune in for that one. I'm next gonna time. be asking a lot of questions. Cause I have zero oh, for idea. sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. He's, want, he's a riot. He's yeah. a riot. You gotta listen to that, that one's one. gonna be good for sure. Um, but hold on, Mike's falling off. <laughs>
Thank you very much, Nina, for coming on. Thank I, you yes. for having me. I think this is a very enlightening so conversation. I know. So I had a great time. Yeah, dude. If this is the worst performing one, will you let me know? Stop. No. Just let me know. I want to wow. know. Why are you setting it up? That I just want to know. I want to know. I want to see the analytics on this. For for sure, the the it'll be the one that I choked. It still is. Yeah. Shout, actually, Park. Oh, um, Parker will also be coming on. I think in December. And if not, nice. I I just made it happen. I just said it. So <laughs> now he's gonna have to come on. Yeah. Danielle had a stroke. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah. It was really um, bad. <laughs> um. So we're gonna fix that that episode. So if anybody listened to what was it, episode okay. six? Yeah. I'm gonna go listen to it right now <laughs> and prepare. See the before and after. It's like. Hate <laughs> no, no. All right, guys. As usual, um, please uh, like, subscribe, uh, follow us on IG. Our IG is blowing up. Um, Honestly, it's great. I <laughs> like you. it. I follow the IG that's more all, than that's I all Mika. I gotta give, I gotta <laughs> give Mika credit. Yeah, I gotta give Mika credit for that. But um, yeah, it's been fun, and we'll see you guys around. All yeah. right, thanks, guys. Oh, 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 oh,